You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the watched workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it and I ran back to him back Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning. Welcome into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial, the Martin Houston Show fan page on Facebook. Glad that you're up and Adam with us on this beautiful Friday morning. A little more than we've had, but hey, that means we're just transitioning into football season. Want to encourage you to be a part of the program by calling us on the Taco Casa hotline at 205 342 9904-205-342-9904. The Taco Casa Hotline is open for business. So give us a call. Let us know what's on your mind. We got some great topics up for you. I'll run through those in just a moment. Before we do that, I want to remind you that this beautiful day is a day that the Lord has made. So let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone, be the difference you want to see in the world today. All right. Good morning, Joe. How you doing, sir? Oh, I'm doing great today, Martin. Having a good day. It's Friday, so every day, every Friday is a good day. That's right. You got high school football tonight, as well as uh, there are no big games tonight, be, right? Uh, yeah, there may be one, one or two big games uh, around around the slate. Definitely a big game happening in Tuscaloosa, uh, Northridge High School, six and zero. Oh, Taking on the Hillcrest Patriots, uh, five and one, big in town, in region um, battle. So, uh, last two years, Northridge has felt like they've let two slip away uh, that that they could have won, and not that they necessarily should have won. But and this year, want to make sure that they right the ship in terms of taking care of their business and, and doing what they should do. So should be a good game. Uh, of course, if you don't have a ticket now, uh, you will not have one uh, as this sold out at 19 world, but uh, going to be a really, really good game. Uh, and hopefully the Jags can come out on top. If you got any, where else are you guys going? I know there's a high school game going on around uh, the city and County, and I'm sure you guys will be bringing to us well, well we'll be sending a couple people out to uh northridge and hillcrest and we're obviously very excited about that but we're also going to be at uh holt is playing aca 
I'll be myself. I'll be going to Brookwood to watch them take on McAdory. Uh, Tuscaloosa Academy is playing, I believe, Pike Liberal Arts, if I have that correct. And Tuscaloosa County is hosting Gadsden City. So we have a five-game slate tonight. All right. Well, and if you want to stay in touch, of course, there'll be Friday Night Lights uh, happening as well as uh, the last call with Captain Ray. So you'll be able to call in, let uh, let the Tide family know what's going on at your local high school game. And it's the same Taco Casa hotline, number 205-342-9904. Lot, lot to get to. We're going to go ahead and get to Deal No Deal. And then the remainder of the show we'll be looking at, looking forward to, what are you looking forward to seeing tomorrow? We'll give some grades. We're looking for players of the game. If you want to call in and let us know your player of the game candidates, uh, I'm going to make a couple bold predictions uh, at the end. And time permitting, we'll do a little jaunt around the SEC. But at this time, I'll turn it over to you for a little deal, no deal. All right, Martin, you know i got to start with my man Najee Harris. So Vanderbilt last week rushed for 2.8 yards per carry against the Texas A&M defense. Najee Harris is five yards ahead of the pace of uh, the Alabama all-time leading rushing record. Deal or no deal, Najee Harris stays ahead of the pace for the rushing record this week. I have... Meaning he'll have to get 93 yards at least. Yeah, and I'm going to say deal. I'm going to say deal without a doubt. Uh, one of my bold predictions has to do with there being a 100-yard uh, rusher in this game, and I think that is going to be Najee Harris. Uh, so uh, I think Najee Harris, not only does he stay ahead of the 93-yard pace, I think Najee Harris gets his first 100-yard rushing game of the season. Uh, I think that he's going to have to play a little deeper into the game which is going to give him a little bit more time. And Najee, you go back and look at that Texas, I mean, uh, Missouri game. Joe, he was a couple of uh, pull a a foot through tackle from from having some 50, 60-yard runs. And I think he gets one of those plus 35-yard runs at least in this game, getting him over the 100-yard mark easily. I like that. We'll flip it to the Texas A&M side. On their side of the ball, Kellen Mond had a couple of turnovers last week, and there was discussion that Jimbo Fisher in the press conference this week would not be afraid to go to the other quarterbacks. Deal or no deal, Kellen Mond gets benched in this game due to turnovers and poor decision-making. I don't know if he'll get benched for that reason, but I think Jimbo Fisher will have to make – uh, a move, Joe, and unfortunately, if you if your team is struggling offensively, uh, and and they struggled against Vanderbilt, they got 17 points, but uh, not not a really good offensive performance. What's the first thing you do? You pull the quarterback. So look for the Taggies and Jimbo Fisher to uh, at least play the other quarterback at some point. Uh, to try to create some momentum. It may be because of turnovers, maybe because of anemic play, uh, but definitely I think you will see the backup. So I'm going to say deal. Uh, at some point, Kellen Mond does not trot out to lead his team onto the field. 
All right, and we got to flip it to the defensive side of the ball for Alabama and talk about our man Will Anderson. Deal or no deal, Will Anderson will get his first collegiate sack this week. Hey, hey, I did not give you my bowl predictions, right? I didn't give you that, right? We we haven't so, shared notes. Uh, that 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 also <laughs> we have not shared notes, but definitely uh, deal deal. Will Anderson, um, I, I put not only does he get sack I'm predicting he gets two sacks I'm making a bold prediction I think that the Aggies are gonna have to pass more I think Kellen Munn's gonna try to get out of the pocket Will Anderson's gonna prove that the hype around him is not overstated so I'm gonna say deal uh, that Will Anderson gets uh, multiple sacks uh, and and of course that makes him a candidate for player of game. All right, I love it. We're going to step outside the Alabama game for a, a couple more. Former Nick Saban assistant Adam Gase uh, led his Jets last night, and he is now zero and four this uh, on the season. Deal or no deal, Adam Gase will get fired this weekend. Um. Before we before I say whether he gets fired or not, see Jerry Judy's NFL dance. He's probably been waiting to do that uh, since his high school days, but uh, he made his first touchdown catch. So congratulations uh, to Jerry Judy on that. Uh, the the Jets. Uh, I, I didn't necessarily understand that hire when they hired him, uh, and uh, that they probably have stuck with him more more than you would expect with the performances they've had. So I want to say deal. Uh, we, we, we be look, we'll be looking for a new Jets coach uh, coming up, uh, leading them out onto the field next week. We'll go back to the SEC here and a big, big, big old rivalry this weekend. Usually played a little later in the season, but you've been noticing uh, Gus Malzahn and Kirby Smart kind of going back and forth in the media this week about who's got the more talented team. Deal or no deal, despite Georgia's poor performance last week against Arkansas, Georgia will beat Auburn. Well, uh, I have to be consistent. I was on a program yesterday, and I was asked to give a prediction about this game. So I'm going to have to go with the team I went with. I, I just don't think that Auburn, uh, with the lack of run, a running game, uh, I don't think they have enough. So, yeah, despite what we saw against Georgia in the Arkansas game, uh, their quarterback, regardless of which one it is, uh if it's the young man that finished the game, I have no idea why I can't remember the young man's name, or JT Daniels uh, trots out on the field. I believe that Georgia has more talent, uh, and it's a home game. And what do we know about Gus Malzahn, uh, Joe? You you know I give him a hard time, but the reality of it is the big games late in the season, he's really, really good. You know, But this game is early. He tends to struggle early in the season as he gets into a groove. So I'll take the Georgia Bulldogs in a win over the Auburn Tigers. Martin, a little tidbit to back you up there. Uh, We found out this week on Inside the Locker Room that Auburn has not scored an offensive touchdown in Athens after the first quarter since 2007. Uh, What? They've scored all their offensive touchdowns in Athens in the first quarter. 
no no offensive touchdowns after the first quarter in Athens since 2007 for the Auburn Tigers. That is an amazing stat, and and with Georgia's defense, the better defense see and in the country, uh, it's potential that you can see that because right now to me their offense is 50-50 balls. And, of course, Seth Williams, local uh, Tuscaloosa kid, Brian, a high school kid, made some big-time plays against Kentucky, uh, made some great catches, balls put in the right place. But I don't think you're going to go into Georgia and have an offensive uh, performance uh, that's going to get you a victory, especially considering what you just said. Uh, that is – that is that I don't know. Isn't that wild? We need to see where that breaks statistically. That's wild to me. I heard that and my jaw dropped. This was on Wednesday. Yes. Bill Cameron from uh, the Drive in Auburn told us that. All right, the last one on Deal or No Deal. We got to keep it, uh, get it back to the local scene. Deal or No Deal. The Jaguars and Patriots game will be the best game we covered this week here on Tide. Deal, deal, deal. Absolutely, we're gonna take that deal, uh, and, and hopefully, you know, like I, I had with Bryant last week, he and I, I had a little conversation on Twitter where he he had said that uh, the Jaguars would be looking ahead to the Hillcrest Patriots, so he was going with Gordo. Our kids showed a lot of focus last week. Not one kid mentioned Hillcrest in my presence last week. We showed a lot of mature for a, a team that has not been in this situation in a long time and in none of their lifetime as far as their their playing career. And so with that said, uh, Coach Adams always has the Patriots ready to play. They have been in three games this year um, where they, they lost one. They won one with 2.9. They scored with 10 seconds to go against uh, the uh, Wildcats of County High. And they, the game that they lost, the ball actually hit at the goal line, if I'm not mistaken, which tells you what, they, they, they're in every game. And I expect it to be no different to tonight. I expect it to be a hard-fought game. Um, I think the Jaguars do have uh, the right stuff, the right DNA uh, to get away with the victory and it being at home. But I do think it's going to be a really, really good high school football game. And we appreciate Tide 109 being out there uh, to cover it and keep people up uh, on it. And if you can't make it to the game and you want to keep up with what's going on uh, at Tide 109 on Twitter, uh, they will keep you up. And then, of course, at 6 o'clock, you have Friday Night Lights. Uh, going and they'll keep you up to date as well. So, uh, Joe, really appreciate you guys covering the game and, and keeping people in the loop, whether they're local or uh, out of state. It's the most fun thing we've done this year, to, in, in my opinion. So, I, we love doing it. All right. Thank you, sir. Well, that wraps up Deal No Deal. Coming back on the other side, we'll move into a few more pieces of conversation, and we need you to be a part of it. Don't forget, if you've not gotten your score prediction in, you can call 205-342-9904, the Taco Casa hotline, or you can post your score on Facebook at Martin Houston at the Martin Houston Show Facebook page, and we will get your score at it. Remember, the tiebreaker is Jalen Waddle's total yards coming back on the other side we're gonna get into looking forward to what are you looking forward to seeing on tomorrow if you could go out 
and, and, and have your little notebook and put a check beside what you want to see from the Alabama Crimson Tide, what would are you doing that? Hey, don't forget on your way to the game, after the game, or for lunch and dinner tonight, go by Taco tacocasa.com. Quality taste and value under the biggest cactus in town. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we got a couple of things going on on 2059. We got one wreck, 2059 eastbound, just past exit 79. Also, serious delays, 2059 eastbound, with traffic backed up from Scotland to McFarland. It's a brand new month with brand new savings. You'll save thousands now at Towns of Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. The weather cooler today. The sky sunny. Tuscaloosa's high 72. Clear tonight. The low down in the upper 40s, around 48. Then for tomorrow and Sunday, a very nice weekend. Bright sunny weather both days. Highs ranging from 74 to 77. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904 or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. You're back in with the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. It's the Friday edition of the Martin Houston Show. And Alabama versus Texas A&M. Get your score prediction in. If you've not done so, you can win some Martin Houston swag. All we need you to do is call us, tell us your score, as well as the total yards. Jalen Waddle. We have one one person thinks Jalen's going to actually Jalen's going to actually get the return the ball. Uh, Virgil Williams has forty five to fifteen, with Jalen Waddle having two hundred and twenty five yards. That's your tiebreaker. So let us hear from you or post your score on Facebook, and I will record it there. Got a couple guys waiting on the phone line, so we'll go ahead and get to them, and then we'll get back to our looking to looking forward to and that question as well. Pat, you're in with the Martin Houston show. What's on your mind, man? Good, good morning, Martin. That, uh, first off, that, uh, it, is it a virtual re- uh, ticket to uh, come to the ball game tonight? Uh, tonight, or do we have to have, or can we pay at the gate? Uh, it's a virtual ticket, and the, it sold out. Oh, it's already in. sold out. Oh, it, it sold out. Pat, you want to do some work for me? Out. Yeah, I wanted to come see the greatest high school running back coach in the country uh, because I'm understanding that uh, Coach Saban is going to have to draft a new uh, running back coach at Alabama for next season because our backup seemed to suck. <laughs> But, uh, hey, you didn't think that was funny. No. <laughs> uh, I, 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 was, I, was trying, I was trying to get you to make you laugh. 
Hey, but look, hey, being being hey you you, hey, you stay after it's uh, undefeated through the state championship. Hey, and hey, and it could happen. <laughs> Stranger things have happened. Hey, I well, can we're say try, we're trying I can, to do the seven and uh, we're going to try to get to seven and zero first. <laughs> yeah, One yeah, game yeah. Hey, the look, hey, hey, but I want to talk about my uh, what I'm looking forward to. I would be looking forward to seeing better play out of our front seven in order to give our uh, D-backs a better chance to be able to make some picks and get some confidence. Because if we can, if we can get a really good rush, that would help these defensive backs be able to maybe get some more confidence. What do you think? Well, th- thanks for those comments, Pastor. First of all, I, I want to say that Coach Saban made an interesting statement uh, that I did not realize. He said that right now, based on what coaches have done in the past and what Missouri did and what Alabama had to prepare for, he said that Saturday against Missouri would be the most difficult game of the year for the secondary. Uh, and so I look for secondary to, to take a huge jump forward this week and of course anytime you can get more pass rush that's going to help but I, I think a lot of that also is going to be game preparation and ease of offensive uh, recognition by the defense based on the comments that Nick Saban said uh, on, on yesterday about this I mean I, I did not know that Joe did you know that did you that Missouri uh, would much of a challenge to the defensive backfield. Well, not 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 until he said it over the week uh, on Monday or Wednesday. One of the one of the weekly press conferences, he said was, that talking about the new defensive star- starters in the back in the defensive backfield, and that kind of makes sense to me because of how multiple Eli Drinkwitz has been at the different spots that he's been throughout the throughout. Uh, Throughout his career, and how he said that he wasn't, you know, that it, Drinkwitz kind of said that in, in the lead up to the game is that, oh, you know, Alabama's not going to know what to pre- prepare for, which which uh, which program, you know, because he's run many different offenses at different places, and he said that their GAs must be doing a lot of work going back through all the places I've been. So I didn't really uh, Nick Saban kind of put that out on paper after it being asked about the defensive backs, and so I hope that that remains true because they seem to do pretty well with the most difficult test and hopefully the rest of them are just a little bit easier. Okay. All right. Hey, Thanks fellas, I, I appreciate y'all. Have a blessed day, Martin. Hey, and go, go whip some Patriot butt tonight or Hillcrest, whatever All they right, are. Thanks, anyway, hey, have a good one. Bye. All right. Yeah, Joe, you and I tend to agree. I think that this being the first game, which is always difficult anyway, then you have a new coach makes it more difficult. Then you have a coach who's, who prides himself. And I think that's why uh, Drinkowitz will be good. I think he, he's a really, really good coach because he goes with whatever he has. He doesn't, he has his own system, uh, but he, he morphs it to fit whatever his talent is. And I think that that would be uh, probably as difficult a cocktail to prepare for as you could put uh, when you add the fact that Alabama was going to have four to five new starters based on which alignment we had in the secondary. Let's get to uh, John from Lake Martin. John, you went to Martin Houston show. What's on your mind, man? John, are you still there? 
Oh, John. Uh, okay. I'm uh, John, if I'm... you would talk. <clears throat> Uh-oh. Did I miss John, it? John, you still there? Yes, sir. Did I miss it? Go ahead. I apologize. I accidentally hit the mute. But uh, I'm looking tomorrow for uh, a little improvement in the defensive tackling. I'm really still looking for some uh, tackling. I think that's one of the things that we got away from the last few years was the brutal tackling that we used to have. So I'm, I'm looking for that. Also, uh, I think that they're going to – I think a and is going to mess up and accidentally kick it to Jalen one of these times. And uh, I think he's going to have about 210 yards, and I, I think it'll be something like 45 to 10. Uh, the world's most loved wife says 35 to 10, or 35 to 14. So uh, that's a second one in there for uh, Cindy. But uh, I, I think that Alabama will, will do real well against A&M. Uh, hey uh, John, what was your what was your uh, tiebreaker for yards? I'm saying 210. I think he's going to break a break a uh, punt return. Okay, all right. Well, John, uh, I agree with you on the tackling. We do need to get better uh, in the tackling game. So, uh, and Nick Saban even mentioned that, especially a little bit in the secondary. Even though he said they did well, there was some tackles that he felt like, you know, that we did. And, John, you, now I don't know if you're going to see aggressive tackling like we used to see the big hits and all of those. I think you, you're going to see better form tackling come back in, into play. But I think the rules have changed tackling so much that – those big hits that we saw continuously with Alabama may be yeah. a thing of the past. Thanks, John. But, Until uh, I have to tell you, John, you have to have this the world's second most loved wife because the world's first most loved wife is, is uh, in my house. Martin, we're going to have to agree to disagree, sir. I, I, I tell you what, why don't we just say we have cold world's most loved wives. Thank you, John. Have Amen. a good one. Amen. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. Thank you. Ellis, you in with the Martin Houston Show. What's on your mind? Uh, well, I just, uh, did you see that deal about Jeremy Pruitt, what he had to say about the Missouri and Alabama game? I did not. No. Well, you up at, you up in Tennessee. Tell us what he said. Well, it was a blowout, of course. You know, it really was. You know, if we'd kept the set, if we'd kept the first string players in, it'd been a blowout. But to me, it was still a blowout. But he don't see it that way. He necessarily don't see it that way. And it says, if you look at Missouri, just watching the game they played against Alabama, they won the second half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. It, 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 I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that's not about – listen, Jeremy Pruitt is sitting in a situation, Ellis, where uh, the desert has given him 11 to 11.5 point favorite, right? He just won yeah. against South Carolina. They are the SEC team with the longest active winning streak. Jeremy Pruitt is doing everything he can to make sure his team stays grounded and don't start reading the press clippings and end up letting Missouri come in there and steal one. So he's saying that so that his team is not about Alabama. It's not about Missouri. 
that statement is 100% coach speech. He's doing what Nick Saban does. You know, his players see what he's saying, so they read that. Ah, I get it, Martin. (laughs) Yes. Smart, but uh, go Mizzou, though. I hope they win. (laughs) Anything else for us, Ellen? I'm sorry, but... I, I do not. I, you ain't supposed to hate anything, but I just dislike Tennessee. Uh, and I'm uh, trying I, to get that. I don't think you're alone. I'm trying to get that. I don't think you're alone with Tennessee. Hating Tennessee is par for the course. I think for a lot of people. I think Joe's in that same boat with you. Hundred uh, percent. I think he has a do what, Joe. One hundred percent. All right. Thanks, Ellis. Have a good one, man. Roll tight. Hey. Uh, one more thing. I'm trying to get that, that friend of mine that said book it to call in, but I seem to can't get him to do it. Uh, he, he'll, he'll, he'll wait a few more weeks, Ellis, before he gets bold enough to do that. Yeah, but when he does, I'm going to get him to call you. That sounds like a win, Ellis. All right, and good luck to, uh, tonight. Go Jaguars. Thank you. Go Jaguars. Man, Joe... I appreciate I appreciate all the love we're getting with the Northridge Jaguars, uh, uh, young men. Just just do your job tonight uh, and and keep things rolling. Coming back on the other side, we'll continue with a couple more. Looking forward to I ask Joe what he, what he's looking forward to the most, and, and then we'll move on from there. I'll give you mine. We'll look at a couple grades, quick grades on where we were offensively, defensively, and special teams. There's more conversation to be had right here on the Houston show on your home for Alabama Sports Tide 100.9, and we'd love for you to be a part of it, 205-342-9904, Taco Casa Hotline. Also, remember, Overflow Express Wash, Overflow Express Wash. If you're looking to keep your car clean inside and out, they are the option you need. You can go in if you're not a member uh, and you just needed uh, a basic wash, $7. If you need a uh, package wash with a lot of the belt, bells and whistles, you can get that starting at $12 and up. And then if you want to become a member where you can go unlimited number of times within the month, $23.99 and up. That's Overflow Express Wash. One location currently open on Skyland Boulevard. Second location coming up in Northport, Alabama on Highway 82. That's Overflow Express Wash, overflowexpresswash.com. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, got some problems on this Friday morning. A couple of wrecks, 2059 eastbound, one past exit 79, another one near exit 76. That one has major delays. If you see other conditions, give us a call. It's a brand new month with brand new deals and tremendous savings going on right now at Townsend Nissan, and they need your trade. I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double 
the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show, the sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team. On your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Take the shot, girls, off my feet so I can dance. I just want to praise you. I just want to praise you. Yeah, You're with the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. On your radio dial. Man, it is Friday, and Hillcrest visits the Northridge Jaguars. That's right. I'm giving a lot of love out to the Jaguars because they are 6-0, and and I'm one of the coaches. And we have had a great, great season so far, but just getting started. Now it gets good. So we'll see what happens tonight. But as far as tomorrow, Alabama got the win against Missouri. But I'm looking forward to seeing a couple things change for next week. I mean, for this week, based off of what happened against Missouri. I'm going to ask Joe, what's the one or two things you're looking forward to seeing tomorrow? Uh, I'd like to see us run the ball a little bit better with more consistency. I feel like Najee had himself a really good game, but once the ball uh, rotated through the rest of the running backs, Brian Robinson and Trey Sanders kind of struggled a little bit. And a lot of that is probably to do with the uh, second offensive line that they were running behind. I feel like Kendall Randolph really struggled playing tackle. Uh, but I'd like to see the the whole unit, uh, the offensive line and the secondary running backs, uh, have a little more production and complement Najee Harris a little bit more. And I, I had on the offensive side, I had I wanted to see the running game be a little more consistent, meaning that there's not a huge drop off from Najee to to Brian, and then a drop off from Brian to Trey. And of course, some of that, as you said based on the intensity of the game and which linemen are in there. But you still don't want to see that huge of a drop-off when you change guys. So so that's one of the things. Did you have anything else you wanted to say? Well, I'd like to see. Uh, I'd like to see our man Ben Davis get get in the action. I feel like he was a, a kind of a missing piece last uh, m- m- uh, missing in action last week. 
Yeah, he got, he got a, a a little bit of playing time, but not as much as I was hoping to see. So I'd like to see Ben Davis work his way into a little bit more playing time. I would say uh, that Allen actually played well. I thought he he showed a little bit of what we saw uh, in from him as a freshman and what we expected out of high school. I thought he played a little better, uh, but uh, Ben Davis has an opportunity to take his game up. I'm looking forward to seeing Christian Barmore. Uh, you know, I don't know if I've been anticipating seeing a defensive player uh, on the defensive line play as much as I'm looking forward to seeing him. Basically, what Saban had to say, uh, it appears that he now reached a level of being ready to play and perform at a high level. So looking forward to seeing Christian Barmore and the impact he has on that defensive line when – you know, I think if he's lined up beside um, Will Anderson, I think you're going to see an opportunity uh, to, um, to to see Will Anderson play at a higher level. And I think because Christian Barmore, I think, is going to demand Joe more attention than Eboyby and uh, Mathis did. So I think – Christian Barmore will have a huge impact on the game. According to our guy, James Ogletree, who's keeping up with these sorts of things, Ben Davis got 14 snaps last week in comparison to Chris okay. Allen's 26. Okay. so but it's, About it's two about to one. Two yeah, about two to one. So, yeah, so hopefully Ben will, will keep working and get more of those, uh, maybe a 50-50 split, and maybe he even becomes a guy that gets more of the snaps as they move down the road. Another thing I'm looking forward to seeing is Bryce Young, when he gets in there, is he a little bit over the freshman jitters? He, you saw flashes, Joe, of Bryce Young being a special player, but he also made a couple of, of you know freshman mistakes. I think he was thinking a lot, didn't want to make mistakes when it came to his um, uh, running a play. So the clock, saving it, talked about, a little bit uh, as well this week that the play clock was running low and I had not put the two and two together but the fumble happened right after a, a delay a game which you go from third and mid-range to third and long which of course as a defensive team you can line up and just rush the passer at that moment and uh, Bryce Young of course ends up fumbling uh, but that all was triggered and started by the potential delay a game, which changed the whole scenario in terms of what was going to happen. So looking seeing him when he gets out there, has he gotten a little better at getting the plays off a little sooner? And I'm going to tell you, that makes a difference, not just with him. That makes a difference in the offensive line. It makes a difference in terms of the running backs because they have longer to, to see the hole, see who they have. If there's any adjustments needed, they have time to make it. But if you're getting the play, Getting to the line, Joe, late in the play clock, and there's any movement by the defense, there's no time to adjust because you have to run the play uh, so you don't get a delay of game. So looking forward to all that, and that could have had some impact on the performance we saw. Uh, I'm going to tell you, here, here's one, and I, I think you'll agree uh, with me on this. Jones and Waddle against Auburn and, and – uh, Missouri, their last two SEC opponents, have five touchdowns. And technically, 
and a quarter of an inch from six, right? But he was right there, yeah. They they literally, yeah. I mean, he was literally right there at the end zone, almost a, a six touchdown. Had to be reviewed, was tur- overturned, and Najee gets his third touchdown of the game, one of his three touchdowns of the game. I'm looking forward to seeing if they do this against A and M uh, in that two to three touchdown range, hundred plus yards. Uh, they're quickly on their way being the the best uh, connection between a quarterback and running back uh, as far as a start to their their playing time together. I don't know if you'd ever have a scenario that matches up to that. What are your thoughts on that? On having uh, Jalen Waddle being so close to the end zone and not not scoring? No, no, no. In, in terms of uh, have, have have you seen a Alabama wide receiver quarterback connection start off as hot as those two oh. are. And, and if well, no, I mean, uh, not in my. You can go ahead. And these, <laughs> not in my, not in my, not in my time of watching Alabama football. But you got to go back to even to the Auburn game of last year. It's, it felt like every time that Mac Jones threw the ball up to Jalen Waddle, it was a, a completion of. of going for big yards and even scoring almost every time. I feel like these two guys, uh, having kind of spent some time together on the secondary unit over the last handful of years, have really developed a, a really good chemistry between one another. Looks to be a special, special connection. You know, the, the likes of, to me, it, it reminds me, and not putting either one of these in any, but uh, Edelman and, and Brady, where when it needs to be done, you I don't care. You can't cover Edelman. Uh, it, when Brady to get him the ball, or you remember the Peyton Manning and uh, Harrison, uh, there, there's certain guys that play well together. These two seem to have a chemistry. And Saban says it's about their DNA that they know how to push themselves to be the best without – any external factors, and that's going to be a difference maker in this season where you don't have fans, as many fans, and uh, the, the crowd noise and the momentum swings and all of those things aren't there. The guys who know how to rise to the occasion and play at the highest level each and every play will be the guys who will be the difference maker. Uh, and you asked a question last week about Mac Jones and, and getting into the Heisman conversation he and Jalen Waddle both will be there if they come back out and match last week's uh, performance. Because even though he only had 249 yards, uh, he he had a, he played a great game, and of course Waddle had 130 plus and and two touchdowns. So looking forward to seeing those guys run out on the field and do some some special things. Coming back on the other side, uh, we'll we'll have a rapid fire. I'll give you quick grades, uh, player of the game candidates for offense, defense, and give you a couple bold predictions. That conversation up next on the Martin Houston Show. Tide 100.9 traffic. The Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, well, all the delays have cleared on 2059 eastbound. We're looking good that way. Just be careful. Everything else looks good around town. If you do see conditions, of course, give us a call. It's a brand new month with brand new deals and great savings at Townsend Nissan, where they need your trade. Come see them today. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. 
Good morning, President Trump and the First Lady Melania have tested positive for the coronavirus. The White House reports both are feeling fine and the president remains working while isolated. Stocks in Europe declined on the news. The Tuscaloosa Municipal Court offering an amnesty program for all citizens that have outstanding writ cases with the Municipal Court for failure to pay court-ordered fines and costs. The amnesty program will allow citizens to bring their 2019-2020 municipal court cases up to date without fear of arrest. I'm Don Hartley. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone. Then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. It's the most famous two words in Saban country. Touchdown, Alabama! Well, we were thinking more like... But you can't go wrong hearing either on a football Saturday. Join us Saturday as the Texas A&M Aggies come to Tuscaloosa. Oh, my! Our coverage begins at 1130 on your home for Bama football. Alabama football on 95.3 The Bear and Tide 100.9 is presented by Benton Nissan of Bessemer. Right down the road or one click away. And by Dex Imaging, Pearl River Resort, and Golden Moon Casino. Spa Bella V, The Paint Shop, and Townsend Honda. The Tide Rolls on Tide 100.9 and 95.3 The Bear. The sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, the Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. with the first team offense and not the leaky NF second O. And hey, I, I'm hoping that we get to see some of that. I thought we would this game, but uh, it didn't work out. Well, I mean, it was partially um, the the first, but it was also when the game was kind of decided. I'm hoping to see Bryce Young trot out somewhat in early on in the game just to see uh, what he's able to do. Uh, when the game matters. A couple quick grades uh, from last week, given the offense uh, starting off, I uh, gave the offense an A plus. I mean, not an A plus. I gave them an A. Uh, Would have given them an A plus, but we had some penalties. We had three false starts as well as a delay of game. So given the offense an A, but I think that's things that they can they can correct, but that'll hurt us in in a big game, a close game. So hopefully they're able to get that taken care of. But I think that's also a, a part of this COVID world. That could be a potential problem for offenses and defenses uh, or offenses that are, are playing 
where the defense can now make noise and draw players offside. So don't be surprised if you don't see more false starts this year, not just with Alabama, but around the country. From a defensive standpoint, I'm going to give them, uh, since I'm great in overall, I'm giving them a B plus. Uh, not going to give them an A because there's room to improve with tackling. There's room to improve with uh, intensity down the stretch. But I think overall, considering first game, uh, some guys being back, they made some improvements. So giving the offense, a, I mean, the defense a B plus. And I'm going to give the uh, special teams an A. They made the kicks they were supposed to make. Uh, the punter got the ball off. We had no uh, missed punts. Hopefully get a little bit more distance uh, on the punting this week. But overall, uh, without a doubt, I thought that the offense uh, had a really good game, can improve. Defense had a good game in the first half, not so much second half. Definitely room for improvement. And special teams did not cost us anything. Play of the game candidates. Joe, uh, real quick, who you got for player of the game uh, candidates for the defensive side of the ball? End up being the player of the game. And, and, of course, we know Josh Job ended up being one of Alabama's players of the game because of the number of tackles as well. Uh, so both of those guys, hopefully they won't have to make as many tackles, Joe. So I'm going to go with one of the guys up front. I'm going to go with Will Anderson. Uh, I think he has a breakout game. This is the week I'm predicting that he gets. My bold prediction is that he's going to have a couple of sacks, uh, uh, maybe one or two tackles for a loss, uh, as well as some uh, quarterback pressure and rush there. So Will Anderson is on my radar to live up to the hype. As far as offense, who you got? Ooh, on offense, I guess uh, it's hard to shy away from from Najee Harris. I think he's going to drive the bus. Everything when, when he gets things going, it opens everything up downfield for Jalen Waddle and Matt Jones to do their damage. And I think that's even more so this year than even in times past, Joe. I think Najee. Uh, Mike Jones, of course, is going to be the guy that gets the highlights and all that because, you know, passing is so much bigger place. But I think what Najee's bringing to the table uh, is going to make this offense go. So I think Najee Harris, I had him break in 100 yards this week. Uh, and so I'm going to go with Najee Harris. Uh, we both agree there as our player of the game candidates. Any bold predictions for this week? Uh, it's hard to say because I, I think they're going to blow. I think Alabama is going to blow them out. I don't think that Texas A and M is going to be able to hang in there for four quarters. I think that Coach Saban has preached all week long to play for four quarters, that, and I and I think we'll end up seeing that. Uh, so maybe, maybe that's a bold prediction that Alabama will play for four quarters, uh, but it doesn't feel that bold to me. <laughs> I, I kind of made a combo bold prediction. Let me get your thoughts on it. I have that we're going to have two one hundred yard receivers. One 100-yard rusher in and a, a three-yard passer. So uh, on the offensive side of the ball, what are your thoughts? Ooh, that's a lot of offense. Uh, I would love to see yeah, it. it. That's a lot of offense. Yes. That's nice and bold. I like that. That's why, that's why it's bold. That's why it's bold. All right, but Yeah, that would be awesome. I think we're going to see. I think uh, Waddle and Smith both go over 100 yards. I think Najee gets over 100. And, of course, you know, last week uh, we forget about Mac Jones in that beautiful wheel route pass that Brian Robinson dropped. 
I think you'll see the backs more into the game. And that's also the reason I think Najee gets the MVP. I think he has a couple catches out of the backfield this week. What's your score prediction for Alabama uh, versus Texas A&M? I'm going to go, and I haven't thought about this till right now, but I will go 38 to – I'll go 38-17, so that puts them at 21 points. Yeah, I'll go 38-17. And, and and I'll give you a second and come back if you need to think about Waddle's total yards uh, from a, from an offensive standpoint and special team standpoint. Or do you have something? You may already know. Waddle total yards. We'll give him the number just popped into my head. One forty nine. One forty nine. My score prediction for Alabama is Alabama forty five. Uh, the Texas Aggies seventeen. Uh, we kind of felt like. Same way on, on what defense would do. I felt like Alabama might get one or two more scores, uh, one more score from the uh, offensive side of the ball. And I have 155 in terms of total yards. Any other SEC game this week you're looking at, you're going to have your eyes on? Oh, I'm definitely watching Auburn and Georgia later on in the evening. It'll be back-to-back. As soon as Alabama goes off, Auburn and Georgia will get started. And I'm looking forward to seeing what happens in the Deep South's oldest rivalry. Do you have Georgia winning? I did have I picked Georgia in our staff picks. Uh, I'm 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 not confident in that. What <laughs> <laughs> what about Ole Miss Kentucky? Does Lane Kiffin get his first SEC win as the head coach of Ole Miss? I I think I did pick Ole Miss in that game. Uh, I, I I have a lot of respect for Ole Miss. I think that uh, Lane Kiffin is a great coach and a great offensive mind. Kentucky's going to have to score. I think Lane Kiffin will have that offense rolling. Uh, I have I have Kentucky winning, but I have Ole Miss covering. I have uh, Florida winning, South Carolina uh, covering. I have Tennessee winning against Missouri, keeping their streak alive. And, of course, Alabama over A&M. Uh, LSU gets the ship righted. Uh, Mississippi State crushes Arkansas. And I have Georgia winning. Uh, a hard-fought game over in Athens. So that wraps up this edition of the Martin Houston Show. Uh, Stay tuned for great football coverage all day long right here on your home for Alabama Sports Tide 100.9. Deal, no deal. Thanks for that, Joe. And uh, we do it every Friday from 6 to 7 right here, the Martin Houston Show. Remember this. Trust in the Lord always, lean not in your own understanding, and all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Roll tight.